0: Train, eat, repeat, the knowledge and know-how you need to live well. Here's your host, Tyler Farrand. Hello, everyone, and welcome on in the final week of 2021. I can't believe this is episode number 86 of this podcast uh, going beyond a year, and now almost to that year and a half mark, and it's 2022, it's the last week of the year, Um, which just seems crazy. And it always seems to sneak up on us. Um, So I want to say, first of all, that I am so grateful for all of you that have been listening, that will continue to listen. Um, And I really do appreciate your feedback as well. Um, I have a thick skin and I want to make sure that as we move into this next year, that I'm still providing information that you guys are being able to readily use in your own lives, whether that be nutrition information, things around mental health, guests that come on and talk about the latest research in exercise and or nutrition um, and other areas of health that we've talked about. Um, I wanna know what you guys think of the show so far, what maybe could be different, uh, what you really love about the show. So again, all of your feedback is welcome. Um, You can do it over Instagram or on Facebook. I'm on both mediums. Um, you can also do it in the reviews section on iTunes um, and you can also leave a star review as well. But the more feedback that myself and Andrea get about this podcast and what you guys want to hear, the more we're going to be able to shape and mold it so that way you guys are getting the most benefit out of it. Because truth be told, this is all for you guys. Yes, I have a broadcasting background and this excites me every time I get to turn on a mic. But I'm also listening to myself talk, which is not exactly uh, the, the coolest thing in the world. So this is all for you guys. We want to know what you want to hear. Um, and secondly, I hope you all had a great holiday, whether it be Hanukkah, Kwanzaa, Merry Christmas. I hope you all had a safe and enjoyable holiday. So what are we talking about today? It's it's pretty um, I would say in line with the fact that we're coming into the end of this year. And many of you, I hope, have started to take stock in what 2021 was to you. The good, the bad, uh, the ugly, um, you know, things that you've accomplished. And, it, and it's important to do this because I think in life, we get so caught up in the rush and so caught up in doing things over and over and over again that we never, ever take time to sit down and just reflect. I know personally that I don't do it that often. I do quiet time first thing in the morning, which sort of sets me up for my day. But very rarely do I actually take stock in what exactly has been accomplished or what has been created over the course of, of a year. Um, and especially when you're talking about a year, like it, it doesn't seem like it's that much time, but 12 months, it adds up. Um, you know, there's that old quote that you can easily overestimate what you can get done in a year, but you underestimate what you can get done in five years. And I think that can be used for any time frame in general, but I wanted to come on, do a short, quick episode about how to go about reflecting on the year and sort of making some plans and, and some changes coming into 2022. And the first thing I want to preface is that the goal each year should not be to become somebody different in that next year. You are who you are. You were this great person. You know, I was listening to another podcast the other day. Like the chances of you being born and like at this at that this point in time uh, in in human history and born to those parents and the upbringing that you had is like one in the trillions. So already, you are this unique individual, and I want you to celebrate that. But more so, the goal is to do a little bit of review, a little bit of reflect, a little bit of dreaming, a little bit of planning, and then execute. And I'm going to go through each of those points, what those kind of look like. It's by no means something that um, is a... Uh, proven method of sort of reviewing the year. I'm sure you all have a way of reviewing uh, your progress. And I hope that you do that Um, because like I said, all too often we get caught up in the rush and we don't ever pat ourselves on the back for what exactly we've accomplished and then look to what's next. So the first aspect is that this process is really just a way to gain perspective on the past year, to look ahead to a new year of growth. And look at them from all facets of health. You know, majority of the time we're talking something about nutrition or exercise or being more uh, mentally aware or that mindfulness piece. But I'm talking about from a spiritual perspective, physical perspective, mental perspective, environmental, existential. You know, looking at all facets of health, you could also look at social health as well, obviously, coming out of a pandemic where we had to relearn how to communicate with people. So this process, you should be able to look at all of these points. Um, And again, in your own way. Uh, So the first one is review. So the whole point of the review is look at the entire past year in highlight form. It's almost like your highlight reel for the year. Uh, You won't remember everything, but the significant times will definitely stick out. You know, you can use tools like social media, pictures, cards, if you were sent cards uh, for a particular event, or maybe, unfortunately, maybe you were in the hospital and people were sending uh, condolences cards, Um, you know, and happy cards too, around you got a new job or promotion, or maybe you relocated. Uh, Those are all important moments in your life. And they usually will have some type of a, uh, a physical item that is sort of locked in time. Uh, messages, you know, is a way back and all of these are a way to look back and recall what actually happened. And you don't want you to just review the good times, right? Everybody wants to do that. You know, person getting married, person getting a promotion at work, um, but you're not going to remember the time that you, you're not going to want to remember the time that you broke your wrist. But I think it's important to look at the struggles as well, because that is ultimately where you get the most growth. We've talked about numerous times on this podcast, how, growth only comes through struggle or only comes from failure. Yes, you can argue you can grow from good times. Absolutely, you can. But majority of the time and throughout history, the people that have been the most successful have been those individuals that have also failed the most as well. So then after you do that review, and again, you're not, when you're doing your review, you're just looking at it black and white. You are not making any opinions. You are not um, trying to, uh, decipher, hey, why did that happen or, or get down on yourself like it was that was a, a terrible time. You're just saying black and white, this is what happened in the past year, the good, the bad, and the ugly. The next step is where you take it a step further, and that's the review. So you're going to look at the entire past year, or excuse me, you're going to look at what aspects you're proud of. Um, what habits did you shape that led to those accomplishments, right? Because we don't want to just say, yeah, I accomplished this and not look at what you had to do day in and day out from a habit perspective in order to achieve that goal. So for instance, I ran a half marathon this past year. My second one and my entire goal was to beat my original time, to have a personal record for a half marathon. Now I accomplished that, but if I just chalk it up and I just write down I PR'd my, my marathon, half marathon time, it doesn't give it enough substance or enough credit to how much time and effort and planning it took to achieve that goal. And I think it also puts into perspective exactly what it takes to achieve a goal, any goal for that matter. So not just running a half marathon, but how much planning and effort and And sacrifice, really, when it comes down to it. So you're going to look at both aspects. You're going to look at the habits that led to those accomplishments. You know, and then take a look at is it a habit or a venture that you would like to continue to pursue in the new year? So build upon that, right? So if going back to the half marathon example, you know, maybe I want to run a full marathon this next year. What does that look like? So if I knew what habits I had to shape in order to run a half, what habits would I have to shape in order to run a full? Or if let's say you lost 20 pounds and you want to continue those habits. Well, keep everything that you've learned this past year, but how can I take it a step further? Or how can I add... Uh, Tools to my toolbox that are going to allow me to continue to get better, right? Again, you're not reshaping who you are every single year. You're just adding on to what you have already built. You're adding to the foundation that you've already built. And then what were your struggles? So you're not just looking again at the happy times, but when you do, what did you learn from those hard times? You know, one of my favorite quotes is you don't, you never lose. You either win or you learn. You never lose. You either win or you learn, and again, and I just talked about it. Majority of the times in my life, my struggles have where I have learned the most about myself. I've learned about others. I've learned about patience, painstakingly so, uh, with my wrist injury this past year. You know, what did you learn from those hard times that maybe you can apply to future struggle? Because there always will be another storm always, there will always be another storm on the horizon. And I think doing this reflection and or review, a reflection of the review of the year will allow you to see what you needed to have in place and where your mindset was at during those struggles in order for you to prosper, or at least get through that next storm, which could potentially be worse than, um, you know, what you went through this past year. And I'm not trying to be a negative Nancy here and and say, and say always look for disappointment, but it's just the truth of life. There's always going to be hard times. And what did you put into place when you went through hard times this past year, or you can even go back two years, but we kind of want to stay focused on this year in particular that helped you get through it because it's going to help you get through those hard times. And then ask yourself, did you grow in any way from going through that adversity? Right, like yes, you you went through it, you made it, but like, did you actually grow from it? What did you learn from that experience? And was the setback avoidable? And this isn't to uh, hammer on yourself and say, you know, gosh, I I really put myself in a bad position that allowed that to happen. Sometimes, you know, it's fate; it it, it just happens, right? Um, and but I think it's important to take a look if a setback was avoidable in the sense that it may shape some new habits that you want to take advantage of in this next year. So let's say, for instance, let's just say on a, a, let's not talk about death or injuries or anything like that or getting sick, but let's talk about something that we all deal with. And, uh, you know, something that I definitely wanna work on in this next year is, is less social media exposure, right? I get caught up too many times and my productivity falls because I'm spending more time on there. And in turn, it affects my mood. It affects how I interact with others, um, among many other things. So is, that, is there a setback there that's avoidable? Absolutely. So then what habits can I create that are going to help me uh, overcome that setback so it does not happen again? So once you've reviewed the year, black and white, this is just what's happened. I've reflected on it. So now I'm taking a step deeper in terms of what actually happened and, and why did it happen. And um, I'm I'm looking at the good times, but I'm also taking a look at my struggles as well. Now is your opportunity to dream. And I use the word dream rather than plan because to me, well, I mean, dream and then plan, but but dream to me is like, we all have had that little child inside of us that we used to say, I'm going to be this when I grow up. And we didn't know how we were going to get there. We didn't know um, if it was realistic or not, but we didn't care, right? But the trouble is, is that when we fail to dream, we tend to stay right where we are. And so this is your opportunity to really just throw out there what would be nice to accomplish in the next year? And yes, you you are going to have a time later on in this uh, sort of review where you're going to plan and execute. And inside that plan, it's going to have to be a smart plan, right? But this is literally your time to just go after it, overestimate a little bit, you know, and conceptualize what you want this next year to look like for you. You can do this a couple of ways. You know, you can use a vision board. Uh, It's great for creative or visual people. Get a poster board, and yes, it's like the one you had to use uh, in fourth grade science class, and a stack of magazines, and just cut out pictures of what you would like the next year to include. So it's more visual reminders of what you want your life to look like or what aspects do you want in your life in the next year. And they could very easily be you know, actual places, it could be achievements, material things, or it could just be metaphors uh, for the type of life you want to live. You know, so if you have a serene forest, maybe that's an example or a metaphor for that you want a calm and relaxing mind, or you want to reconnect with nature. Again, talking about more environmental health and who you may, or maybe you have a picture of friends. Obviously, you don't know them if they're in a magazine. If you did, that'd be pretty cool. But maybe that's a sign that you want to connect more on a one-on-one, face-to-face basis with people. And maybe you're gonna make a plan to do that every single month or every single quarter, get your friends together for an event. So this, again, this is your time to dream. There's no wrong way to do it. That is one method that you can use. Um, You also could write down your dreams as well if you're more of a wordsmith. Um, And the good thing is both of these mediums can be revisited throughout the year. In fact, I would encourage you to revisit them throughout the year. Just make sure that they're in an accessible place and that you have time set to revisit them. Talked about how we very rarely take time to sit down and just review, even if it's weekly, monthly, quarterly, and it shouldn't take as much time as it will this initial session because you're basically just reviewing, right? You're just doing it as a check-in. You're just making sure that those things are still aligned with the person that you are trying to become. Not somebody new, but you're trying to add on to who you are already. And again, the timing doesn't really matter if what it's what you feel is going to be realistic for yourself. So whether it's at the beginning of each month or quarterly, just make sure that you take that time to review your dreams. So now, after you've done your dreams, now we're going to plan. So now we're going to sort of chunk it down even a little bit more. So you're going to identify one to three, and I only take one to three uh, uh, time-driven, specific, actionable, measurable, SMART goals. And the reason why I do one to three is that typically anytime... Studies have shown you add on more than three items or three habits or three things that you're trying to uh, create or or start or even end, you know, there could be a habit that you want to try and quit, um, that your chances of success drastically go down the more you pile on. And even if you were, let's say you made six goals and you only hit three, well, you're 50%. And subconsciously, you're going to think, well, I only hit 50% of my goals. So make sure that you're setting yourself up for um, success. So you're going to break those one to three goals down into chunks of habits that need to be executed daily, weekly, monthly for you to be on track towards hitting your goal. Don't waste time overthinking this step because I, in this part of the process, including myself, analysis paralysis can set in real quick especially for you individuals that need to have the perfect plan. You need to have everything planned out. And props to you because those people tend to be some of the most organized individuals that I know. But even the best made plans have flaws in them. And I would rather you create a plan and a set of goals and start to work towards them, even if they don't end up exactly going the way that they're supposed to, rather than not doing anything at all because you haven't necessarily figured out what the best plan is. So don't dwell, don't wait, just make the plan and you will be able to adjust it during those review sessions, you know, again, weekly, monthly, quarterly, and be able to make those adjustments. And again, it comes back back around again, the more times you fail or the more times you have to revisit or edit a position or take a pivot, the more chances you are that you're going to eventually get it right. But you can't get anything right if you don't take that chance to act initially. So then the last part after all this review, reflect, dream, and plan is you're going to execute. You're basically going to start. And I would argue that if you are ready, I, and, and I would take at least somewhere between three and five days, maybe a whole week for you to be able to really work through everything. I just printed off my 60-day sort of planning guide and I'm gonna start working through that over the next few days. But take your time with this process. You don't want to rush it because again, this is your plan for the entire year. and as it can be revisited, but if you carve out the time now, you're going to be more set up than you were if you've just taken a couple minutes to look through a few things. So the execute piece, you're going to revisit your habits daily. And this is huge because the way a habit is formed is by continuously doing it, right? Um, They say, you know, there's all those things like it takes so many days to create a habit and so many days to break a habit. To make it simple, the more days you go without doing that habit or having that gentle reminder that that habit needs to be completed, the less likely you are to do it and the harder it's going to be for you to get that habit started again. And it should fit into your already current lifestyle because you've already done that planning piece with a little pivot here or there if needed. But I would encourage you to have those habits written down somewhere visible and have a checklist that you can review at the end of each day. So yes, you might do a full review of your dream, your plan, your goals, you know, weekly, quarterly, monthly, but every single day having those habits visual or maybe it's a quote on how you want to try and live your life, right? Talking about spending more time in nature or spending more time one-on-one with friends. Maybe there's just a visual reminder there or maybe it's a reminder to go easy on yourself and you just write a note say, you know, do 1% better today or be better today and you stick that on your mirror in your bathroom. You know, that is a very easy reminder for a habit that you're trying to create and because it's there, there's more likelihood that you're going to do it. And again, the goal here isn't, isn't perfection, um, but to do them consistently enough to know if the habits you've laid out are indeed leading you in the path to accomplishing your goals. That's the biggest piece. And you're gonna have to give it enough time to know if it's working. We're so impatient as a society. And we if something doesn't work in two days or a week, we quit we, or we change the script and we're like, ah, this isn't working. Give it at least 14 days give it 14 days of consistency and like I said, consistency, not perfection to know if that's actually working for you. Because then if you get to the end of the 14 days and it's just not fitting into your schedule and you've tried to maneuver it, maybe it's not the right habit that actually is attached to your goal, which sometimes happens. Sometimes you, again, best laid plans out, uh, still have the opportunity to fail. And so to wrap this up, Take the time to look at the year 2021. You know, again, your goal each year is not to reinvent the wheel, and you're not going to do that here for the year of 2021 going into 22, but you're growing every second of every day. Thinking you have to completely change your life in one year is daunting and unrealistic, and you don't have to change. You are unique. You are a unique individual, and you are who you are. You know, my brother runs a podcast. And it's completely different from mine. And our interests have always been different. And he had mentioned uh, me on his podcast the other day and just how weird I am. Now, he meant that in a good light because he said, we're all a little bit weird. We all have a unique set of abilities and interests and likes and but that's what makes us us right so to him he can't understand why I have a podcast around health and wellness and why I live the lifestyle that I do and then on the other hand, I can't really I mean I can't understand and of course I love him but on the other end of the spectrum, I don't understand like why he's so into writing and reading these 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 books around um, conspiracy theories and, and things like that right but that just goes to show that we are all unique and we're all. Um. here and we're all just a little bit weird. So don't feel like you have to reinvent yourself. Again, the goal is to build upon the year that we just had. And again, remember that people typically overestimate what can be accomplished in a year, but I want you to dream big. Dream as big as possible because, and, and make sure that you only set those one to three goals. One to three goals in a year is possible depending on what you're looking to do. And then find the help if you need it. If there's a specific individual, friend, family member, a coach, therapist, that is an expert at achieving that goal, I would try and read every single book. I may even try to hire them to figure out how I can get there. But look at this planning process again, and again, to review it, we're going to take some time to review, we're going to take some time to reflect, then we're going to dream and dream big, then you're going to plan, and then you're going to execute. But this is a way for you to see how you can be better each day, week, and month. A way to stay present and put things into perspective so you can be mindful of the good times and also be able to weather the storms of the hard times because they will come. So I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. Uh, Again, give me your feedback as we end this year. Let me know what you guys wanna hear coming into 2022 and ongoing. I hope you all have a safe and happy new year and I'll see you guys next year thanks for listening to train eat repeat connect with us on instagram at fit underscore or at traineatrepeat.co until next time stay strong stay healthy